All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 9th of August. Moody's Investor Service has lowered its ratings for 10 small and mid-sized lenders in the US and said that it may downgrade major firms including U.S. Bank of New York Mellon Corp, as well as State Street and Truist Financial. Higher funding costs, potential regulatory capital weaknesses, and rising risks tied to commercial real estate among the strains that are prompting the review, according to Moody's. Some banks have curbed loan growth and that preserves capital, but it also slows the shift in their loan mix towards higher yielding assets, according to Moody's. Banks that depend on more concentrated or higher levels of uninsured deposits are also more exposed to these pressures, especially banks with high levels of fixed rate securities and loans. Now, moving to news on the MA space in India, Ananya Birla's Swatantra uh, Microfin is all set to acquire Sachin Bansal-led Navi Group's Chaitanya India Fin Credit to become India's second largest micro-lender. Chaitanya India Fin Cred will be acquired for 1,479 crore rupees and the transaction is expected to be completed by the end of 2023, subject to the receipt of regulatory approvals, according to an official statement from Swatantra. The combined entity will have more than 3.6 million active customers and assets under management of over 12,400 crore rupees as on the 31st of March. Now, in other news, Mobile Premier League, which is the unicorn, will lay off 350 employees or about 50% of its workforce after the government retained a 28% goods and services tax levy on online gaming revenue. The new rules where 28% GST will be levied on the full deposit value rather than on the gross gaming revenue will increase the company's tax burden by as much as 350 to 400%, according to Sai Srinivas, who is the founder and chief executive officer of MPL. He said this in an internal email to employees. Now, in the automotive space, Tata Motors, the AGM that was conducted virtually yesterday, allowed a glimpse into the plans of the car maker. And it's interesting, according to Chairman N. Chandra, both Tata Motors and GLR have extensive plans on electric vehicles, but there are no plans for hybrid vehicles right now. In India, at least, the taxation structure is not favorable for hybrids, and Tata Motors, as you probably know, has been making large strides in the nascent EV space. In international news, China's trade plunged in July as slowing global demand clouded the outlook for exports, while domestic pressures weighed on imports in a hit to economic recovery. Overseas shipments dropped as much as 14.5% in dollar terms last month from a year earlier, which is the worst decline since February of 2020. Imports, meanwhile, contracted as much as 12.4%. In other international news, a US plan to restrict investments in China is likely to apply only to Chinese companies that get at least half of their revenue from cutting-edge sectors like quantum computing and artificial intelligence. 
The provision would limit the scope of an executive order that the Biden administration is expected to unveil in the coming days as part of a push to limit Chinese access to sensitive technology. The final version of the executive order, which has been in the works for uh, over a year, is expected to be far less ambitious than the earliest versions, as Biden seeks to balance limiting Chinese access to American technology while also seeking to improve ties with Beijing. That's a Bloomberg report. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended lower, but off the low point of the day, the Dow ended lower by over 150 points, but it was earlier down as much as 400 points. The S&P 500 dropped 0.4%, while the Nasdaq ended lower by 0.8%. And it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region with two of the three early risers trading flat and one trading positive. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Caution on the cards ahead of the monetary policy review outcome tomorrow? Good morning, Alex. Um, Well, um, penultimate day of trade and we are facing a global market Pull back, though you have to admit that even the global markets uh, improved quite significantly from the levels that they were trading at at a point of time after the Moody's news came out. So it's not looking all that bad. In fact, to my mind, the risk reward is uh, fair and square in favor of not going short in a big way. But let's wait and watch. Pharma, I mean, maybe ahead of the MPC will anyways not see too much of a move. Maybe banking stays subdued and maybe pharma continues to gain. You know, the, the moves in uh, Gland Pharma or some of the other stocks, the subscription to Concord Biotech, all of that shows the kind of excitement that is there in pharma. Five out of the eight talking point guests that I've spoken to have spoken about pharmaceuticals being one of their top bets to put fresh money to work. Tells you a story, doesn't it? Nevertheless, um, it's an important day for earnings as well. That is, uh, of course, startup R from the very large cap pocket, but a clutch of important names. I'd watch out for Berger Paints after what Asian has done. Bharat Forge would be important. We are also, will see numbers from consumption names like Sula Vineyards and Dreamfolk Services, PI Industries from ChemSpace, and Z as well as Trent, by the way, would be important ones to anticipate in the session today. You know, Z could be important in more ways than one because uh, since the end of June, the OI in Z Entertainment is up by about 50%. The open interest is at kind of $300 million, which is near one year highs. And it's trading at some important resistance levels of 245. And the Z group will be in focus today because Z has signed a loan settlement pact with J.C. Flowers Asset Reconstruction to settle obligations with respect to the loans borrowed by certain trusts and entities. So let's wait and watch what happens here. What about companies that will react today? Well, Coal India, certainly. Uh, the numbers were better than estimated. Net profit at 7941. The expectations are 7546 crores and EBITDA margin at 29.2% versus the expectations of 24.7. CLS is a buy call there. They believe the EBITDA is in line. And they believe that the stock is trading uh, at an attractive risk reward. So let's wait and watch for Coal India. Siemens, uh, again, um, 
the revenues were up 14%, EBITDA margins marginally higher, net profit up 51% and better than estimated. So maybe the stock reacts. Phoenix Mills, the net profit was down 61% even as the revenue was up and the EBITDA margins were up. Uh, but all numbers, all line items were better than estimated. Maybe that reacts. Some very strong numbers uh, from companies like ITDC, EPL, and Shri Global Trade Fin. Watch out for these smaller stocks. Sudarshan Chemicals came out with a decent set of numbers. Revenues were up 10%. EBITDA margins expanded 400 basis points, and as a result of which, a very sharp uptick in PAT. So watch out for that one. EIH, strong numbers, as is the case with most hotel companies. So revenues up 26%. EBITDA margins expand. Net profit expands. So watch out for that as well. And by the way, Prestige Estates had a decent quarter too must say. Uh, but in terms of companies that didn't have a good quarter, well, Gujarat Alkali's revenues were down 19%. EBITDA margins came off quite sharply and net loss of 57 crores versus a profit of 190 crores. So that one might be in a spot of bother. Brigade operationally was okay, but the reported numbers were weak on most line items. Maybe that stock reacts negatively. Midhani for all its fanfare and for a revenue uptick of 63% had margins come off 600 basis points. So maybe that one reacts to Jay Bharat Maruti could react negatively because of the crack in margins. And Billa Corp uh, had a slightly iffy number relative to estimates. So maybe that one reacts negatively. So those are a few stops to keep in mind. Uh, brokerage is constructive on both Hindalco as well as Adani Ports. And Adani Ports in particular has seen target price rise by Jeffries and a constructive note by Goldman and some of the others. So watch out for those two stocks. Uh, on the back of brokerage notes uh, as well. And a clutch of stocks, by the way, might react because of clean-out trades happening yesterday, right? I mean, uh, Inox saw the last supply getting absorbed. Ganesha Ecospear saw that. Mindakop is a block deal today. That might see that. So watch out for all those stocks. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.